So if you want to move to move to you, <laughs> let's do that again. <laughs> Welcome to Neelam, the podcast where Neelam talks about her life, her observations and differences between India and Europe. So if you want to move to Europe, you are already prepared. Hello, Neelam. Hello, Ford. It's been a long time. <laughs> It has been some days, yeah. But before you can talk about something you have to experience something that needs time so yeah it has been a long time i hope you have a lot to tell <laughs> yes i kind of do <laughs> it's been a great uh, been great two weeks i you know went to a few places i tried few things so yeah it's, it's just like, exciting to share with you all what happened to you <laughs> Okay, so I think the last time when we spoke, um, after that, I, I went to this place, the Temple Hofer Field. Uh, we did kite flying, so it was fun. Kite flying was, in spring? That's usually yeah. an autumn thing, right? <laughs> yeah, but I think everybody did get their kites there, <laughs> that day. So it was nice to watch everybody there. And um, it was windy. It was very nice weather. And yeah, it was just good to see everybody because some people were skating, then some were doing the kite flying, some were just sitting in the garden. I think there are two small gardens in Temple Hoferfeld. So yeah, we, we did go around and it's a, such, it's a very huge area, you must be knowing. So, <laughs> but yeah, it was just nice to see that place. And now it gets dark late, right? So it was still quite... Um, You know, um, bright till around 7.38. So we were flying a kite till that time. And yeah, it, it, it was a good experience. Because I never really flew kites in India. So, <laughs> what, what kind of kite did you have? The normal, um, not triangle one, but you know, the, the double triangle. <laughs> the okay, how do I explain? It was a triangle one. Uh, I think I know the name of this. Uh, was it? Mm, it was the <laughs> hold on let me just Google notes. let you know <laughs> oh yeah last time I, f I flew kites is a long time ago I know there's a huge hobby about that people mm -hmm. building their, sky, uh, their, their kites themselves and different shapes and sizes from small to extra 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 large that you really yeah. need uh, very <laughs> big, yeah, I would almost say ropes, to, to hold them. Yeah, and, and they're pretty sharp. They, they hurt your <laughs> fingers when you pull them. Yeah, the, the, the small ones, the light ones. Yeah. This the, one was like the blue kite. A blue kite. Yeah. Blue, blue, B-R-O-O. -O. Oh, the okay. blue kite, that was the brand, yeah, the blue kite. And how high does it go, do you know? How, how long was your leash <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i don't know of course i didn't measure it but yeah pretty pretty high it, it, it was fun doing it though <laughs> but you didn't have a gopro under or so no no okay 
I think nowadays they just put GoPros yeah. under it and stick everything onto it. Like, hey, here's my IoT device, whatever, <laughs> my wireless router. <laughs> just give me better yeah. reception. <laughs> no, this was the, the proper ropes and also you could like actually do the kite flying thing. Yeah, it was good though. Felt like I'm back in my childhood. Nice. <laughs> Very good. So was it like yeah. a festival, like a kite festival? Um, not really a festival, but I think because it was that week was pretty good, so everybody, you know, came there. So maybe that's why. And it it yeah. So I think there were many people who were flying kites, and you know, some of them were doing it on their skates. So not oh. just the yeah. And that was like, oh my god, yeah, we were struggling with ropes, but they were doing it with their skates. It was very nice to see that. Like great. <laughs> so they got pulled. I think they were they had it uh, uh, tied to their skates, maybe one of them, but the others had it in their hands. So they were like skating and then pulling it. You know, like you you keep those things in your hand, the ropes, and you keep skating up and down. So there were different types of kites. So the other one, this was like a proper brew kite. But you know, you have the other one. They look like mini parachutes. Mm -hmm. uh, they were like that, the ones that were going on the skates actually. So Tempelhofer Feld is lots of concrete. I think former usage was for the airport, right? Correct, correct. It used to be the airport before. So it must be huge then, and very huge. <laughs> lots, lots of concrete, perfect for skaters and cyclers, and and did they turn it into a park somehow with benches and trees or? Not trees um, on the ground. Of course, at the side there are trees, but there are like two, three gardens. And you have benches as well. But a lot of people come there, you know, for jogging, for running. Then people also come, like, to have a small picnic because there's nice grass as well. So, yeah, people were there sitting. Perfect for spring weekend. Yeah, actually. And then we, we decided maybe the next time we go, we'll actually, you know, take food and all. <laughs> we'll have a small picnic by ourselves. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I love picnics. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Everybody brings something and you share and someone has cheese, the other one has bread and then the third one brings wine or whatever. <laughs> that's nice. And I think the same thing was um, the picnic thing. People did that um, at the Mawa Park. I think, you know, you spoke about it the last time about the 30th of April the end of spring, kind mm -hmm. of, and they celebrate. So I went for this Walburgesnack fest. So it was good. Like there were so, so many people there. And it was, it was great to watch so many there. Then there were like many artists who had come to perform. There was a smaller band. Then there were like um, just solo singers, maybe just, just, just you know, a single band, <laughs> just one person singing. But yeah, it, it, it was nice. And there was a magic show that was going to start in the evening. So they were preparing a small um, ring ground kind of for that. Mm. And yeah, and there were people who actually got their um, barbecue thing. They, they, the What do you call it? You know, the bars for barbecue. And they had a small picnic there. And it was just nice. There were so many people, and I didn't know so many people were there in Berlin. And there was a bonfire, of course. Yeah, of course, bonfire. But that started a little late, like, you know, in the evening. We went, I think the fest started from 4 o'clock onwards. It was a Sunday. Yeah, 
for the clock onwards. And I think I heard that it goes on till the next day in the morning around 2 a.m., 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, we didn't wait that long. But yeah, it was good. There were many people, you know, doing the uh, styles of braids on your hair. So there were uh, some like small uh, stalls, people doing this and... Um, I think there was a nail studio as well, a small oh, one. Like people fancy. <laughs> yeah, I think there was a nail studio, yeah. But people doing the hair thing was there. <laughs> and henna painting. <laughs> yeah, some of the things. But it was great. It was nice, actually. <laughs> people just sitting in the grass and just, you know, like some are dancing and some are singing. Yeah, great, great picture to see. <laughs> After we figured out that is that it is a German tradition, I lost all hope that anybody would celebrate that here in Czech Republic. So I didn't go and I didn't look up anything. And next day, my timeline just crashed with, oh, we had a nice Walpurgisnacht party. And oh. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> but now I know for next year. Yeah, maybe you should have. But yeah, like you didn't know, so... <laughs> No, only my, my German friend here knew, and he went actually to one, and I was like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe next time, but yeah, I think you should see it and check how they must be you know, doing it. Yeah, how they adopt a German tradition. Uh, how long did you stay, did you say? Uh, I think for four hours, yeah, four, four to five hours, I think. Okay. Three to four hours, yeah. So after it got dark, you got home. Basically. Not really dark, yeah. I think around eight thirty or nine we left. Eight thirty, yeah, eight thirty nine. But people were still coming, you know, even after eight, eight thirty. You still had people coming and the trams were full. Oh my god, there was no place to stand because everybody was coming to the Mawa Park. <laughs> so yeah, we actually had to let go a few trams and then take the next one. But every wow. tram was full. <laughs> we were almost next like right next to the door. There was no, 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 no place, no space to breathe. Wow. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> so now you experience Berlin at its capacity. Yeah, actually. <laughs> But it's nice that people go there by public transport and don't try to go there by car or so. Yeah, I think it's very difficult to really get a parking spot also. But yeah, people did come on the cycles. and But yeah, I think most of them took the tram, the public transport. So that's why you had, I think so many people and that's why it was just full all the time <laughs> and i guess there were a lot of food stalls food stalls yeah they were like uh they were just starting i think around 6 six thirty is when they were you know trying to set it up and there were people um selling drinks also but yeah so there were food stalls and but but most of them got their own stuff you know like the families and all so they were just making food in the garden, <laughs> the park. And it was very nice to see. There were like dogs just running here and there. <laughs> there were children playing. Running <laughs> like, here I, I did there. Not see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did not see, you know, like so many people in the park before, <laughs> especially in Berlin. I can imagine that it can get crowdy there, especially on those special days. I wonder yeah. what it will be with uh, summer sol solstice that will also be like pretty crowded, I think. Okay, I think this is a nice, you know, weather and because of summer, like, you know, the parks are always full anyway. But if they have certain things like small fests, I think that really attracts a lot of, you know, a large number of crowd to come and, yeah, just celebrate with families. And because it's a weekend, I think it's, you see so many people coming. 
Yeah, it was a long <coughs> weekend. So people were off on Monday. They could celebrate longer. Yeah. <laughs> Not like on a regular Sunday. Nice. Right. But food-wise, anything to talk uh, to tell us? Food-wise, no, I didn't really try anything different, just normal stuff and ice creams, of course, <laughs> which I like. And it's just nice to have it in summer. And it's, it gets really hot now, you know, uh, like even in 22, 23, it's, it's very hot here. You have to keep the windows open or, yeah, just, just go out at, like, go out in the evenings for a walk in Mumbai <laughs> Is it like different 22, 23 than, than home? Yeah, different. Because I think 22 was not very hot in India. Not very, not, not really that hot. But here, I think most of us are finding it very hot here in okay. 22 also. Because of moisture or what would be the reason? Less wind? Yeah, less wind. Some days it's very windy, even though it's like, you know, 15 or 18, it's very windy. But some days it's just not windy and it's just very hot. <laughs> and the weather has not really been, been so good. It's not very constant. It just keeps changing. It, it, it did rain the other day, even though it was so sunny a day before. <laughs> so it's just weird sometimes. Now that's what's, what we call April weather. It changes like mm -hmm. even in, on one day you can have two or three different kinds of weathers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But now it's already way into May, so it should stop someday and should become nicer and warmer and sunnier and, you know, not like one day rain, one day cloudy, one day sunshine. But it, it's been sunny or it's been two, three days at least, so it's been good. But on <laughs> the other hand, I'm not sad that it is raining from time to time because I know that we need water, all the plants and the blooming that needs a lot of water, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. As long as we're at home and, you know, <laughs> I think you can just enjoy the rain by the window. I love doing that. Yeah, or <laughs> go outside and dance. <laughs> yeah, you can dance. <laughs> Great. And then I um, I did the, uh, we went to the Soviet War Memorial at the Chaktua Park and a lot of museums, the field of Stile. Oh. Stile, rather. Yeah. There, there was the information center in the basement. So it was nice. Good to see. And it was a... I think half an hour uh, tour. Yeah, half an hour. Oh, yeah, you got a guided tour. You can, but actually we had one of uh, our friend who has been there before. So, you know, he was showing us around. But everything was actually very, um, it's there. Like, you know, you have the audio tracks, plus you have the board, the posters with English and Deutsch and German. So it's easy for people to read it. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah, and, and people, you know, who want it in their own language, like Hebrew or something, you have a paid audio tour. So you pay for uh, three or four euros and you get the translation. For those who don't know what the Stienenfeld is, it's the Holocaust me Memorial in uh, Berlin. Right. And it looks like what? Uh, so, you know, it's it's like, it's not even, it's an uneven ground. Some I, I've heard that people also, you know, um, get dizzy because it's like up and down, right, when you keep walking see around and it's it's very uh, big area and it's basically full of granite blocks in yeah granite heights. blocks and they are not of the same size yeah one is like it'll be either square or one will be like really long 
very uh, rectangular and you can just walk between them and that's how you see the entire thing and then there's this information center in the basement and they are all orientated in in the straight line yeah in the straight line correct yeah it's interesting to walk between that it's it gives you a very strange feeling sometimes being between those blocks yeah it works <laughs> at least for me it worked but it was nice. There were, I think, a lot of tourists came this week to Berlin, so people like it, it was um, very busy the entire time. The information center and that entire place because it's right next to the Brandenburger Tour, so people do the entire thing together. And there was uh, the other museum, which is the topography, the Terrors, I think the map of Terror, another museum, just behind that, I guess. Yeah, walking distance from there. So you learned a lot about German history. Yeah, <laughs> trying to understand. <laughs> so many museums we did, but yeah, it was good. <laughs> and then, you know, on our way back, we went to the uh, Lafayette. It's the French mall store, like many fancy things. That's good to see. <laughs> you seem to like malls. <laughs> yeah, because you have so many things, you know, you can see. And yeah, it was good. We were actually going to our way to this uh, chocolate house, the Rausch Schokoladen House. I think that's how you say it. So, you know, they have these, they've made the Brandenburger tour out of chocolate, then other castles out of chocolate. It was nice to see. And so many chocolates in the entire shop. <laughs> the Rausch Schokoladen House, okay. Yeah, so the Rausch Schokoladen House. What kind of chocolates did you taste? No, I didn't taste any. I had a lot of chocolates already with me, so I didn't want to try. But my friend took a few chocolates, so I thought maybe next time when I go, I'll try another one. There's just, just chocolates around you everywhere. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, and they had the airplane also, which was made out, made out of chocolate. And then the Ben Bugator, and I think two, three castles. There was a church as well, I think. Yeah, you know, the broken church they had even that made out of chocolate so like a lot of monuments made out of chocolate in this chocolate house it's a pity to buy that and not to eat it but it's also a pity to buy it and to eat it and to destroy it <laughs> so yeah. why do people make this artwork you can't eat mm. it and you can't not eat it yeah <laughs> it would be a waste of food <laughs> <laughs> true true yeah but then it, it was like uh, nice to see i thought maybe it's like a chocolate factory but it's it's just a shop actually where you get a lot of chocolates that they sell sometimes i can uh, you know not not really have lunch but have chocolates yeah <laughs> last year i bought some dark chocolates because they were like on sale and i bought five or six of, the, of them from from mm -hmm. this um lint brand Oh, I have so many of Lindio, <laughs> but it's they're so good. I try the white one, white chocolate. Just, it's nice. It's very good. Oh, Lind is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but all those dark ones are already gone, so just the normal milk ones left, and the ones and the ones with the nuts inside. Oh, all of them are so nice. Like I, I like trying all of them every week, maybe, <laughs> or someone or the other keeps giving it to me. So, chocolate is good. Yeah, My granddad, he always had chocolate at home. And every day when I came there, he asked me, did you have chocolate already today? And I was like, no. <laughs> Then come with me and have one. 
It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me when I was um, little, we had one uncle in our society where we lived. We used to call him a chocolate uncle because he used to have chocolates in his house. And whenever he used to come, we used to keep going to him. And then he used to take us to his house and give us chocolates every day. So then he used to get like packets of chocolates and then we used to always go running to him. <laughs> Best chocolate uncle. uncle in town. <laughs> yeah. And he was happy that, you know, he was able to make so many children smile and talk. And it was just so nice when, you know. <laughs> giving everybody chocolate every day. Yeah, here in the Western Hemisphere, it's a little different when people, especially older men, come with mm -hmm. chocolates. <laughs> it's a little yeah. different here. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you learn about the German history in the, in the typography of Terror Museum? No, it was just actually sad to see And um, especially, you know, in the information center for the Holocaust Museum, the field of Steely, some stories, there were personal stories. Uh, they were really sad, you know. Now, I don't know. I, I, it was, I, I don't know. I just don't have words what I could really say about it. And I just thought maybe it was, um, it just could be that the, their hearts are full of hate when you do something like that. And. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's strange how it how it could develop in in a few years. But given the fact that Germany was unstable after first world war, it, they had hunger, it was kind of famine. There was no jobs. And mm -hmm. then somebody comes along and promise you promise you all that and basically at least for jobs he made it true. Yeah, of course, you trust that leader, you follow, and maybe you close one eye and don't really look what's going on, mm -hmm. or you try to pretend to be deaf and then don't listen to what's going on with your neighbors. Or It was a weird time, for sure. Yeah. But then, on the other hand, maybe. I don't understand why it happens again and again and again and again in other parts of the world. Right. How can people still be so, be so blind and stupid? True. I mean, that's what I feel that, you know, okay, you, you, you do follow someone blindly, but, you know, your conscience, I mean, I don't know where it is. Where was it? But, yeah. Just on God's sake, whatever happened. Yeah, from, a certain yeah. from a certain moment on, mm -hmm. it is too late to resist. Because then your neighbor would tell on you or your brother or your whatever would tell on you and mm -hmm. you would go into concentration camp or would be shot dead. So from a certain point on, I can understand that people were afraid to say something and they just followed along. But mm. until then, like, how can it happen that that's a bunch of stupid people become so much, so powerful? Mm. But still, I feel like what if, you know, all of them decided, like, you know, the, the people who think that that was wrong and they all could just stand together, maybe it would have made a difference. Maybe, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but that would need organization and organization was forbidden. You were not allowed okay. to whatever type pamphlets or gather together. Even that was mm. forbidden. If you want to revolute or revolutionize or whatever then you had 
to gather together secretly and there was so much secret police back then already mm -hmm. it was yeah difficult and of course news wouldn't tell you what's going on so you didn't really have the big picture only the local one yeah and then maybe uh, most of them were just afraid probably right to yeah do or yeah say anything <clears throat> Well, and then one yeah. day you notice that your Jewish neighbor is gone. So, yeah, what do you do? Next day, some some German officer moves in. What do you do? I, I think yeah. those people were happy to survive somehow. And yeah, they At least for those people who were not in the army, I can somehow understand why they behaved like they did. I cannot understand that they, after said... Oh, we didn't know about anything. We didn't notice anything. Nothing weird happened. This I don't get. But yeah, I mean, at least the Germans tried to think about their history and to clean it up somehow and to excuse to whomever whomever they um, insulted and hurt and whatever mm. and killed. Other countries with a similar history like the Netherlands for example when they mm -hmm. cruised the oceans they never excused for theirs for all that slavery stuff they did the Belgians mm -hmm. they never excused so yeah at least something happens in Germany yes and you know I, I always wanted to go to this place uh, the Mugelsee it's close by to Kupnik. So I went there yesterday in the evening. Very, very nice, beautiful place. It's a big one. Yeah, I think it's the largest lake, they say, in the east. But it was beautiful. You have people there. So many people have come again. And yeah, there's a small uh, restaurant where people are sitting, drinking, having nice food. And yeah, people do have their own, I mean, their small picnics. But it was nice actually to see, and it was nice weather. I think uh, it closes around eight o'clock, but we were—I was there till eight, 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 ten, eight, fifteen, and still not dark. And people were coming and coming. <laughs> so in summer you can go there and row your boat. I think you can do that, but it's just so nice to sit and uh, sit on the sand and you know just keep looking at the water. Even with a, a sand beach? Picture. Yeah, it was a sand beach. Wow, okay. didn't know that it has a sand beach. At the side, of course. But, you know, when you go inside, there are like big stones <laughs> actually poking you when you go inside. So you have been inside? Yeah, of course, of course. Like, what's the point? You go and you don't wet your feet <laughs> in the water. No, of course I did. Is it allowed to swim in there? Yeah, there were people swimming, yes. So I was like, oh, okay, you, you can do that. I didn't know. I just thought, you know, it's a storm. Like sightseeing, you can just come and sit and see. But yeah, there were children playing. Yeah, beautiful view though, very beautiful view. And I always wanted to see what's there after Kupenek, the next station, which is uh, Friedrichshagen. I wanted to see what there, like what is this place? And I was able to go yesterday. <laughs> You're expanding your virtual map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was always curious to know. And of course, before I bring, before this a 49 euro ticket uh you just had the monthly pass right and the 29 euro so you had to take the extension ticket for places outside of the b zone so elknor and friedrich sagan come and see so i never really went there but you know this ticket is good you can just go everywhere you feel like <laughs> in germany 
I sometimes when I just want to go maybe uh, west side. Like sometimes I go to Spandau to meet my friend. So yeah, it's just good. But yeah, You're I don't really travel every east day. East side, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it takes one and a half hour to go from Kupenik to Spandau. Wow. <laughs> I actually know all the stops by now. <laughs> I think the longest distance here in Prague in public transport is like one hour from one okay. end to another. No, this is actually, uh, I'm counting, you know, even the time you take a bus to the station and then you go. So, yeah, it's around one hour though, one hour and 10, 15 minutes. I don't like buses because mm -hmm. even though they have their own bus lane, they often need to share with the normal traffic. And when that gets stuck, right. then the bus gets stuck as well. That's why I don't ha don't like buses that much. I oh. prefer whales <laughs> underneath. <laughs> and some bus drivers, they just drive like crazy. Oh no, I just like the bus drivers here. You know, like whenever you are supposed to get to the stop and the bus, of course, gets there before you and he sees you walking, he sees you running, he waits for you and they're so sweet. <laughs> so, oh, that's nice. Yeah, they always wait for me. And it's just like that, you know, that look when you just look at him, that, okay, you, you are running, you just make that one attempt and he knows he'll keep the door open for you. So I've just got great drivers. <laughs> they're so nice. You are so lucky. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> every every morning here, when I go to the to the tram, mm -hmm. even though the person is like one meter before the tram, they just close the door. Bam! <laughs> Too late. Oh. <laughs> Be on time next time. <laughs> no, it's very good. <laughs> yeah, there are some people who even you know like um, keep the door open for you, or they'll tell the driver something. There are some guy men older uncles they don't even get in till you come and then so the driver knows that you know he's waiting for two three people for elderly people of course they do this and even the elderly people wait you know when they see you running that's very sweet and then they get in with they, you they keep together. the door open and stuff yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's just nice sometimes <laughs> like i've got such good people you know from the time from the time i've come here very helpful and nice and kind warm people <laughs> no more strange women with babies <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nothing like that. And I'm, of course, careful. And you know, the, a lot of people like have asked me after that, and I just say no now. You know, <laughs> I want to, but I just say no, and I feel, oh gosh, it's so bad. I should give, but yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's the best decision. Just say no. Right, and of course, some of them are very young, and you know. I know if they're hungry, if they need something, if they can ask for food, of course, I, I, I would never say no. Like sometimes some of them would say like, you know, they want to eat something. So it's okay to give like two or three euros for them to get maybe a donut or a small burger. But yeah, maybe not just going with someone to the store. Yeah, I wouldn't do that now. <laughs> a lesson learned. <laughs> yeah, and so this it's just these two weeks, I just wanted to go out and, you know, do as much as I can because then from Monday I will start work so yeah I'll just be busy so I thought why not try and just enjoy the day of the days of my life <laughs> till my work starts yeah that's the best time right those in between yeah. job times where you can just do things that you usually don't do and I'm really right. curious what you are going to 
do after work and at the during weekends I, I mean you will definitely make some new friends so i'm very curious yeah. what happens next yeah me too and uh, i don't know i'm very nervous and excited both but yeah i don't know how the next week is going to be or how this you know this new phase now <laughs> i will definitely share and i'll give you all the updates i hope the onboarding will be smooth and easy i think it's going to be nice because you know i've got a proper pattern of what's going to happen and everything and whom to meet and who's going to assist you in doing all those things so yeah i'm hoping it's going to be smooth and good yeah every week i've been getting updates and so many things like every email has this link or you know to wait for this wait for that and yeah they keep updating you so the onboarding has been very good till now at least the onboarding i mean Yeah. And your job starts on Monday at what time? Oh, I, I have to be there by 9, 9 a.m. Oh, that's normal office times, I'd say. <laughs> And But we just have a strike of these bonds, so I don't know. Hopefully I get there on time <laughs> with the use. <laughs> yeah, or taxi. Oh, no. <laughs> Very expensive. <laughs> but okay, I, I, I think use should, should be fine in a bus. They're faster also. Okay, good luck. <laughs> Thank you. But yes, I, 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 I am really excited to you know share the new things and of course of my new company, the people and the location and everything. So it'll be nice to share with everybody the next time we meet. Don't forget the German saying fünf Minuten vor der Zeit ist des Deutschen Pünktlichkeit. Yes, and I am I am always punctual as well, so <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for no, the updates. Great. And uh, hopefully I heard new stories from you as well <laughs> about your week. I keep you posted. It's your podcast. We are talking about your experiences, <laughs> not mine. Yeah, it's okay. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just good to know so many things about you as well. So that can help me. <laughs> sure, I will definitely keep you posted. But you need to send pictures. Oh, no, I think you're not allowed to send pictures or to take pictures. But at least from the outside. Yes, yes. <laughs> Selfie from the outside. <laughs> yeah, but definitely of the other things, like what I do, like I sent you pictures of the chocolate house. Yeah, so it's, I, I'll keep sharing things with you. <laughs> and with you guys. You, 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 and you. And <laughs> you, exactly you. If you have any comments, send us an email. Email link is in the description. And don't forget to tune in next episode whenever it appears in your podcast player. Until then, thank you and goodbye. Thank you, Neelam. Thank you for Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>